after a really strong performance in game one against the Diamondbacks out in Arizona, the first game of their seven-game West Coast trip, the Phillies falter in game two, as we have seen them do so many times this season, winning the first game or you know winning the second game after losing the first game. But it seems very rarely this team has had the opportunity to even sweep a series this season. Um, and again, they will not have that opportunity as the Phillies lose to the Diamondbacks last night, eight to four. This is Phillies today. I am your host, James Seltzer. We will dive into it all. Look at the action from last night, the frustrating loss and discuss kind of where the team is at on a continuing basis as, um, the Phillies, Again, it's uh, it's really a, a strange conundrum with this team as uh, you know they continue to be there, right there in the wild card race. A, a technically a playoff team when the season, if it ended today, and all that stuff. But you know, you watch them on a night to night basis, and they're just so inconsistent and so frustrating, and they just don't feel like a playoff team. So um, we'll dive into that kind of dichotomy. Coming up, but first let's look back at what happened last night. And again, it was a bummer of a loss because it was really just a game full of missed opportunities for the Phillies. They had the lead early, unable to capitalize. Two for 17 with runners on base left. 12 runners on base uh, over the course of the game. Two for 17 with runners in scoring position, excuse me. Again, left 12 runners on base, just unable to capitalize on anything as they only score four runs they were up three to two heading in to the sixth inning and then it all started to fall apart ultimately losing eight to four Jake Arietta actually gives him a you know a nice strong outing from from the bone spurs version of Jake Arietta five innings two earned runs 80 pitches five strikeouts two walks worked himself out of a couple jams and you know, I think this is the best version of Arietta that we're going to get the rest of the season, which is fine. Five innings, 80 pitches, you know, two times through the lineup, hopefully maybe a little bit more, uh, but not dipping too far into the third time through the lineup. Unfortunately, it was the bullpen last night that was unable to hang on to the lead for Arietta, and it was frustrating. Ranger Suarez gives up two runs and allows... Uh, just a monster home run to Alex Avila uh, that gave the Diamondbacks the lead, and then the Diamondbacks would pile on. Blake Parker comes in to get Suarez out of a jam in that inning, but then in the next inning, Parker gets crushed for three runs as David Peralta does most of the damage with the two-run home run, and then even Zach Eflin gave up a run, but the bullpen just unable to get anything going as they were just um it was a bad night it was a bad night for the pen and and i think you could argue a bad night for kapler with the decisions with the pen not necessarily that he picked the wrong guys to pitch though you can make that argument obviously based on the results and that's not the way to argue but i do think that it felt in the moment like he left suarez in too long i know he was facing a lefty so i understand it i'm not going to criticize it i'm not you know, really ripping him for it, but it did feel like Suarez just didn't have it at that point. You know, two outs and just couldn't seem to to get through the inning and seemed to be losing it, and it uh, fell apart with that homer to Avila. And then the next inning, you know, Parker, it kind of fell apart quickly. 
So, um, you know, I don't blame Gabe too much for that, but just uh, it's a bummer because as we kind of talked about and have talked about with this team is that they, they really just never seem to be able to build on, on good outings, you know. <laughs> they uh, they uh, such a, a good performance in game one. They played smart baseball. They fielded well. They had small ball, you know, opportunities. They, uh, you know, bunted players over, bunted for hits. They hit well. They pitched well. They they did what they needed to do. They they you know played good baseball. It was a nice team win. And then yet again, as is their way, they come out the next night and just look like a different baseball team and just really struggle. Bryce Harper, one for five. Hoskins, one for five. Romito, one for five. Unacceptable. Those three guys go three for 15 in the middle of the lineup there. Gene Segura had a couple. It's Corey Diggerson led the game off with a home run. He had two hits as well. Diggerson, really nice hitter. Um, Kingery had a solid night, a couple hits, scored a run. And, and Adam Hazley, three for four. Hazley's turned into a really good hitter. He is uh, just hitting lasers. Uh, around her as I saw Jason Ochart Ochart say on uh, Twitter, Hazers, Adam Hazley hitting Hazers. And he was, he looked really good and he can just handle a bat. And when he gets so too, he knows how to fight back and work his way out of a jam and and just kind of slap the ball where he needs it to go and chokes up on the bat and does all that stuff you're supposed to do. So really enjoying what Adam Hazley is bringing, but ultimately um, it wasn't enough as the Phillies Fall 8-4 to and really just um, a disappointing loss across the board for a team that, again, just can't seem to get on any sort of a roll here when, when talking about, um, when talking about, look, they've only won, their, their season I is winning five games in a row, which is crazy, but um, they just don't seem to build on anything. And, and obviously we've, uh, you know, coming off the, the disappointing series in Chicago, they go out there and they win that first game and play really good baseball. And then they just come back flat the next night and they had a lead and just unable to hold it. So maybe not flat as fair. They did kind of try to fight a little bit at the end, but um, ultimately just, just not enough from this Phillies team. And, and it's Funny, and we'll dive into some of the struggles with this team as, as, again, I think yet again last night we saw what's reared its ugly head uh, uh, far too often is that this Phillies lineup is just not coming close to being good enough. And the bullpen is going to have nights like that because the bullpen's not very good. They lost a lot of their best guys. But um, this lineup is just not doing the job. But where the Phillies are at, and and again, as I mentioned before, it's kind of a, a dichotomy. Is the Phillies, again, as we keep saying, and and I, you know, I'm saying it tongue in cheek because I'm not, uh, you know, I think it is a silly phrase. But if the season ended today, they would be one of the two wild card teams. They're half game up on the Cardinals, a game back at the Nationals, who are in the first wild card spot. So it's one of those things where we keep seeing them on a night to night basis just really look unimpressive and again like i said unable to kind of carry one good night into the next and um coming in and and basically every time you you expect them to show up in a big spot they don't there's been so much turmoil surrounding the team the hustling stuff with the kapler and Segura, and there's just all this stuff where at no point this season other than the very first week of the season 
has this felt like a playoff baseball club? The the starting pitching has been a disaster for most of the season. Obviously, um, starting to to be a little better lately, which is crazy because you know Velasquez is starting to to pitch better, and you know you can't count on that. But who knows? Smiley uh, had that one really bad inning, but otherwise it's been really good. And Vargas, nice first start. But, again, you don't feel great about the staff uh, for sure. I mean, we're talking about if they did make a playoff series that, that Jason Vargas or Drew Smiley would be the second starter after Aaron Nolan, a playoff series. I mean, that's crazy to think about. That's, like, horrendous. So they don't feel like a playoff team. And I also think that because of the, the group of teams around and, and really what all these teams are tracking for. And by the way, I, I, you know, the New York Mets, unfortunately keep winning baseball games, keep winning baseball games. We'll look at the standings coming up. The Mets won again yesterday, but um, all these teams that they're kind of tracking with here are all also kind of middling and unimpressive. And, you know, they're going to be playoff teams that make it with 84, 85 wins in here. And, and that's just uninspiring. And, I'm a fan of the wild card, certainly the first wild card. I could be persuaded on the second wild card. I certainly don't like the one-game playoff. If nothing else, make it three. One game, in my mind, is just not a representation of the 162-game season that these teams played. But um, I do like that the wild card keeps fan bases and it keeps teams and it keeps teams competitive, you know, kind of. Um, you know, the, the half the league in of it, half the league out of it. I think it's more fun when teams are involved. So I'm, I'm a fan of that from that perspective. But uh, And the Phillies clearly taking advantage of it this season. But it's certainly a situation where I don't think any of these teams feel like real contenders, especially when you look at teams like the Braves and the Dodgers, especially the Dodgers. Um, it, it just makes it hard to take a team like the Phillies seriously when you look at the Dodgers because the Dodgers are so good and so deep and just do everything right. And the Phillies, you know, you can't get them to win more than five games in a row. You can't get them to come out a, a night after a big win and, and not look flat. You know, they're just all the, the flaws. And, and also, look, they, they aren't as talented as the Dodgers. That's a major component of it. Let's be real here. The Dodgers are crazy, crazy, crazy talented. But it is frustrating because the Phillies, um, while they are a playoff team, and it is, a, again, it's a like a tough – thing to, to reconcile almost is that they're a playoff team right now. They are a playoff team, even if it's just for a wild card playing game and one game and then they're in more, you know, and they get more opportunity to play a seven game series. Um, but they're a playoff team right now. And, and it feels like there's no excitement around the team and people don't believe in them. And I understand that again, I struggled to believe in this team. I certainly don't believe in them as anyone who could do damage in the playoffs. If they do actually get there, certainly not the way they've played lately. Uh, so, you know, it's a it's a really interesting conundrum. And and look, I, I've said many times I want them to make the playoffs. I think it's beneficial for the team, for the players to have those reps in September and the playoffs, all that stuff. Um, but um, I definitely don't feel like they – I'm not super excited about a playoff run like because I just – it doesn't feel like they can really compete there. But – Again, I think it's going to be interesting to see as we, as we creep into September. I think is really the the, the what I think is that is is 
as we get to September, it's going to be really interesting to see if, if people are still criticizing this team with two weeks left in the season or if everyone's getting on board and say, let's make the playoffs, let's go and, and, and see what happens. You know, I, can't, I, I don't know because right now it feels like there's more criticism for this team than there is excitement. And, again, they're a playoff team. They are, they are fighting for the playoffs right now as a, a franchise that hasn't made the playoffs in eight years. So it is a, a real – interesting thing to to a dichotomy as a fan that you're you're kind of grappling with where you know you you want to start to get excited you want to say hey all right we're in this and and look i do check the wild guard standings every day i'm i want to know where teams are i'm watching what the cardinals are doing i'm watching what the nationals are doing i'm watching what the brewers are doing you know i think that that's all really fun and and it's still a little early for that as we got a lot a baseball left with, you know, uh, at least comparative to, to checking the standings every day. But um, it is it is interesting that even though they are there, they're, there doesn't seem to be real excitement around them, and I get it, but there really isn't. And it's a, a fascinating situation that I really don't remember a similar one for. Um, so it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see if, if this team can maybe rail off a few in a row and get on maybe a bit of a win, a winning streak, then maybe everyone will start to kind of climb on board more. That's a possibility, but right now certainly less than enthused uh, compared to where they are record-wise. Again, right now they're a playoff team. So coming up, we'll, we'll look at where all the playoff teams shake up uh, or where the teams shake up in the standings as of uh, as of last night. And, uh, and also a, a note about the Phillies lineup as we – Look at what they need to do better as this team, again, is not, doesn't feel like a playoff team, but, but if they can start to round the form, maybe they can compete and, uh, and you know, make some noise at least. Um, so we will dive into that and a whole lot more coming up. It's Phillies Today. It's James Seltzer. We're coming right back. We are back. Phillies Today, James Seltzer coming up. We will look at the standings and then look at, of course, to the series finale tonight here in Arizona as the Phillies against the Diamondbacks. Jason Vargas taking the hill. We'll make a second. Sorry, as a Philly, we'll look at that. Coming up here in just a little bit, but first uh, I wanted to quickly talk about the Phillies lineup as um, we've talked so much about the bullpen this year. We've talked so much so much about the starting pitching and and with absolute good reason don't get me wrong they needed to be talked about and they still do need to be talked about but it seems like as i said before the starting pitching is stabilizing somewhat at least comparative to to the the worst moments um and the bullpen is just is what it is and and you know you're just trying to get by with a lot of guys who just aren't good enough which is okay Uh, it is where they're at but the one thing that we can say for sure is that this offense, this lineup, is simply blatantly underperforming. There's no other way to put it. They have underperformed, especially at a time where this team needs them to carry them. I mean, you look around baseball, all these teams are mashing home runs. I mean, the Minnesota Twins, it feels like they've had 600 home runs this year. It's crazy. And this Phillies team, in the last 30 days, is only at 32 home runs. Think about that. How embarrassing is that? I mean, that's bad. The Phillies have just been a major disappointment. 102 runs scored in the last three days. They're striking out 23.8% of the time, and they're only walking 8% of the time. This is an offense that was billed to us as the 
that if nothing else, they're going to walk. They're going to work counts. They're not even doing that. A 248 average, a 310 Woba. They've just been bad. Bad. And they're not doing anything to work counts. They're not doing anything to, to grind pitchers. They're, they're not doing any of that stuff. And Bryce Harper changed his stance, shaved. You know, he's kind of got the new look now in that stance. He's got the bat much more straight up rather than on his shoulder as he's coming in the ball. And I, I like the new stance. It should allow him to get the ball, the bat quicker to the zone. But man, Harper has given them nothing. I mean, he has just been a disappointment. I know he hit the homer in game two against the White Sox, which which certainly mattered. Don't get me wrong, but he has just been such a, a massive disappointment. And Bryce Harper on the season has only 19 home runs. I mean, that's crazy to think about. That is so bad. <laughs> He's batting 249 on the season. It's just not good enough from Bryce Harper. It really isn't. And and the problem is it's just not good enough from a lot of these guys. A lot of these guys just have not been putting up numbers that um that we need them to put up if they're going to be serious contenders. I mean, Gene Segura has been hitting a little bit better. He's got the average up to 283. Still not good enough. Cesar, 285, but it's a bit of a hollow 285. Romuto, 275, but... Um, you know, hollow 274, excuse me. Um, he's got 15 homers, you know, 67 runs, 56 RBI. It's fine. It's nice. It's not changing anything. I mean, here's a, a good way to look at it. When you look at this team and you look at their home run leaders and you scroll on down and you're looking at this team's home run leaders, which is, this is the, the crazy thing when you look at it is that they have one player with 24 home runs this season. One player. Reese Hoskins. And then other than Reese Hoskins, the player with the next amount, most amount of home runs this season is Jay freaking Bruce. Jay Bruce has 24 home runs as well. But obviously only uh, 14 of those with the Phillies. Excuse me, 10 of those with the Phillies. Um, so... Just a real disappointment the lineup has been uh, pretty much all season long and, and certainly over the last few weeks and month. And just, um, again, we thought they were going to get hot at the end of uh, June. It felt like there was something going on there, and, and they didn't. And uh, they have continued to disappoint. And it's frustrating, too, because I, like, I was watching the MLB package getting ready for the game last night, just watching some other games, and I... I'm watching the Red Sox, and I see Raphael Devers just rip a ball down the opposite field, left field line, and for a double, and end up scoring a run. And he's 22, and this kid's batting 330 or 325 or whatever, and he's awesome. And I, I flip to the Astros, and they've got Alex Bregman who gets on base, and then Jordan Alvarez hits a monster home run. I'm like, where, where, where are these guys for us? Where are these young future superstars who can grow into superstars? And um, it's frustrating because it, it does uh, it does make you feel a little down on the Phillies because there there are a lot of these types of guys Acuna in in Atlanta um, and you know look Harper could be that guy he has been before with the MVP season and and that's what they signed him to be but but we have absolutely not gotten that guy this season that the 249 average uh, the the 19 home runs that is not that guy there there's no one on this team and there's no one in the minors who 
you would classify as that kind of just stud player. And uh, it seems like so many of these other teams have them. The Mets, who just keep winning games. Pete Alonzo looks like a star, uh, certainly early on for them. So it's frustrating. It's frustrating. And again, yet, as I said, when you look at the standings, the Phillies are the second wild guard team. The Nationals a game up on the Phillies for that top wild guard spot. The Cardinals a half game back of the Phillies. The Brewers a game. Everyone won last night except the Phillies and Cardinals. Everyone else won, which was frustrating. Uh, the uh, Brewers a game back of the Phillies. The Mets somehow, some way at 58 and 56 are only a game and a half back of the Phillies, which is just mind-boggling. This is a Mets team that, again, as we you know have kind of talked about, was literally dead and buried. The season was over. Everyone said, well, Try again next year, Mets. And they have, uh, to their credit, to their credit, they have fought hard, and they just continue to win baseball games. Now, I believe they've won uh, 12 of 13 or 13 of 14. They just keep winning games. And, uh, you know, this is a team that was way, way, way out of the playoffs. Now only a game and a half back. And a game and a half back with a, a, a talented roster and certainly one of the best staffs of all the teams competing. I mean, they can roll out. DeGrom, Syndergaard, Wheeler, Stroman, that is good. That's good. So it's frustrating. Luckily, so far this season, the Phillies have certainly, as we know, had the Mets' number, but those wins looked a lot more impressive when the Mets were seemingly incompetent. Now the Mets are rallying and fighting and and a a tough out. Uh, The Diamondbacks with the win last night back to two and a half back of the Phillies for that second wild card. The Giants at three and a half back. Cincinnati four and a half back and then so on and so forth. San Diego at six and a half. The Rockies at seven. Pittsburgh at 11. And then Miami at 16 and a half out. So uh, still a lot of bunched up. Still a lot of baseball to be played. There's far too early to um, really make any major declarations based on what we've seen and um you know based on uh, where they're at in the standings now so many teams are bunched up but the phillies are a wild guard team as of right now and, and a, a big spot here uh the rest of the series here you want to see them take a series after losing to at home to the white Sox, losing two at three go to arizona you win that first game and then just just kind of collapse in the second game it is just such a spot where you need to win this game. It's a Diamondbacks team that's only two and a half back here. The Mets just keep winning games. The Nats won again. The Braves won, which doesn't really matter, but, uh, you know, that that's the, uh, over anyway. But um, you need to win this series. And then you got four in San Francisco. Just find a way to win the series because, you know, it's tough to win a four-game series. And you hope they take three or four. But if nothing else, you hope they split. But, you need to take this series. You can't lose the series to the White Sox. Then go to Arizona and lose the series to the Diamondbacks. It's just bad business for a team that's trying to make the playoffs. Jason Vargas takes the hill tonight in his second start as a Philly versus Zach Gallen. Marlins prospect traded uh, uh, to the Diamondbacks. Really talented pitcher. Pitched, uh, made some starts for the Marlins this year. And um, really good making his first start as a Diamondbacks. So that's a, an interesting one. They really need it. Tonight they need Vargas to bring it 9:40. Then uh, this weekend four against the Giants with Nola, Smiley, Velasquez, and Arietta going. So just a massive week still left to baseball. Five games to go, and they are all really important. All with teams that are competing for the wild card or right there in the race. And um, 
just really need to step up. This Phillies team needs to show up, especially tonight, to get it going and win a series here. So Vargas, like, look, you feel good about Vargas after that first start. He's pitched well in general lately. Um, you hope Vargas can go out and kind of give you what he gave you last time out, and the offense can do anything better than they've done lately because um, it's a big one. It's a big one. Either way, we'll be back to talk about that and a whole lot more tomorrow. So hopefully the Phillies can go out and win this series tonight. Until then, either way, we'll be back tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to Phillies today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network.